Korean. How's it going, ladies and folks? This is, ladies and folks and gentlemen and all those in between. The fuck kind of intro was that? Ah, something I pulled out of my ass. Fucking sounds like it, Jesus Christ. Anyway, <laughs> this is the anime Shogun. We've got our fucking ditzy-ass leader over here, who I have to question about everything, because I think he's a fucking moron. I'm just insane. And we are everyday nerds. That's how an intro should fucking go. I was getting there, damn. Well, you took too fucking long. Yeah, well, that's because you interrupted me. Today we'll be talking about the sequel to the movie we talked about yesterday. The Hobbit and the Desolation of Smaug. Wait, wait, I'm going to stop you right there. Can we even actually call it a, a sequel, being that there's still another movie? Continuation? I would prefer continuation. That, All right, let's go. Anyway. Let's go. With let's go with continuation. All right. First off, what was your opinion of the movie? Uh, wasn't bad, but I don't know. Wasn't good. I feel like I liked it a lot better than I liked the first one. Honestly, I liked the first one a little bit better. It, the first one grabbed my attention a little bit more than the, the, this one. For some reason. Yeah, I mean, I can kind of see that. For me, it was just more along the lines of once we got introduced to Smaug is what cop captured it for me. Yeah, that's what captured it back for me. There's a lot of walking in in, in that movie. Gee, holy There's shit. A lot of walking in a lot of it, to be honest, though. Yeah. Yeah, it is. So, again, what are your two favorite parts? Well, I like how they did Smaug. I really do. Yes. I also like and how Ben the Cumberbatch like voiced how, him. Yes. I thought he was very well for, for a dragon. Mm -hmm. Even though he's not even technically called a dragon, he's technically called a drake. But, any woozy. I don't know, I like that. I like how, how it kind of took them to figure out what needed to be done. Yep. Like, they all had given up, and uh, then finally Bilbo was like, wait a minute, uh, don't we actually have to do it at, like, this time? And they're like, oh, oh shit, oh yeah, you're right, oh yeah. Yep. Yeah, I remember that, because I was watch. I, I, I actually finished watching it today. They, they all given up, started walking, and he's all like, this can't be it, this can't be it. Moonlight shines in, and boom! Yeah. Honestly, my new favorite character would have to be the blonde twin. The blonde twin. Of the two brothers. And the only reason why is because when the elves took him, they started gathering knives on him, and he, they just continually uh, continually found, uh, kept on finding knives on him. Hmm, okay. I thought that was the funniest thing in the world. They just kept pulling knife and knife and knife and knife and oh, it was funnier than hell. Oh yeah. <laughs> what was your second favorite scene? I think my favorite, my, my second favorite scene was uh, how the lonely mountain kind of stood out. How they were gazing upon the lonely mountain. Okay. 
That's like, a good scene. Literally, you, you kind of just see like the majestic beauty of, of it, which sounds corny as hell, but the lonely mountain and you just kind of see it in the way that they portrayed it was just, it was, it was good. Oh, yeah. I think my other favorite scene would have to be the ending. When Smaug goes out and you just see Bilbo on the ground going, what have we done? Just leaves you on that cliffhanger. It's all like, oh, I want more. Yeah. That, that's how you leave a cliffhanger right there. So beautiful. What are some things you would have changed about this movie? If you could. How they did how they did smoke. I feel like um, from what a buddy of mine told me, because I was talking about this with another person, uh, somebody who actually listens to us and follows us on YouTube, and we were talking about how Smog was good, but I feel like they could have done him better. Okay. Don't ask me how better, because I'd have to go way back into the books. But I haven't read the I books don't yet. Know so if he was. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just heard that a lot of. I can't say a lot of people. For me, I don't know. I thought he was good, but at the same time, I probably would have done him a little bit differently. Okay. That's understandable. That's just my opinion. I would have done him different. I probably would have made him a little bit more. I want to say majestic, but that not be that might not be the right term for it. I don't feel like that would have been the right term. No. All right. I think I probably would have done it with a little bit less walking. Yeah, I could see that. I mean, that's something we're probably going to discuss throughout probably all three, or at least the first two. I know I'm excited for the third movie we'll talk talk about. Oh, yeah, I'm excited for that little uh, th uh, that little thing they did in uh, in the Battle of the Five Armies. Words. In the Battle of the Five Armies. I'm saving that little tidbit yeah. for that for the next one. Yeah, I'm taking it. I'm, I'm taking it when the uh, when the Iron Foot shows up. Oh I'm yeah, that one. Isn't that aren't those the guys that ride the boars? We'll talk about that in the next movie. All I remember is there was a group of people that rode something else that wasn't horses. Well, all dwarves will ride essentially like boars or pigs because that's really all they could really reach. True. But we will save that for the third movie. Alright. Scratch. I liked So I could say I could say this. I, I do agree there was way too much walking. The one thing I I, I I will also say I did not like was how it took I feel like it took literally a fucking bird tapping on the walls for them to kind of be like, Oh, Eddie, look at that. Yeah. Sometimes it's needed. That you know, it, it's Something like that that I was kind of like that seemed kind of stupid to me. From and also from my understanding, Legolas wasn't in the books of uh, the Hobbit. Yeah, from what I remember hearing, he was not in the in the Hobbit. He was not introduced, um, or I think he may have been mentioned or introduced because I believe he was alive then, but he wasn't actually like he didn't make an appearance or anything. Yeah. 
And that's, that's another thing that I, I do have to agree with some people on that I thought was weird was they literally brought Legolas in for, I feel like, just kind of like a nostalgic purpose. I either felt like that or tried to tie Lord of the Rings and Hobbit together more than it already is. Yeah, that, I, like I said, I heard that he got brought in for something that was not even really worth it. Yeah. I don't know. For me, it was the, the, the whole thing of, of the walking. Yeah, that got annoying. Oh, it got really annoying. <laughs> um, the other part, I'd have to say that, uh, as a side note, that I think is my favorite part, is when they introduce uh, Gollum. Oh, yep. That was in the first one. I, I, I didn't see him in the second one. Was in the first one where they got captured and they introduced the swords? I could have sworn that was the second one. Nope, that was the first one. Oh, yes, that's right, because that's when they all got trapped in the fucking tree and Gandalf used a fucking moth to summon the eagles. Yep. That's the other thing that pissed me off in the first one. <laughs> it pissed me off. I shit you not. I will go back and talk about that a little bit. It pisses me off that it literally he just whispers to a fucking mouth moth and the eagles show up. When in reality, if I remember correctly from the book, the eagles were actually flying nearby, saw the fighting, and came to help. Gandalf did not summon them with a fucking moth. Oh, piss me off. That's a great way to fucking start. <laughs> what was your opinion of the orcs? Hmm... In the, in the Hobbit. Go a little bit more, I was going to say. Well, like I said, I, I do like the orcs. Um, well, I mean, the design of them in this in, in the Hobbit series. It wasn't bad. Like I said, it wasn't bad. I didn't mind them. It made me... With what they did with especially the, the pale orc, it made me feel like these were literally mountain orcs. And I like that. It made me feel like there was a different variety of your typical orc. Yeah. At the same time, I kind of felt like they, they mixed it with, like, goblins almost. Okay. Because, and here's a little fun fact, uh, for some of the listeners that are listening to us, orcs are actually elves that were twisted by Morgoth. Yep, that one I did know. So, for me, that's what I... But I do believe, I do kind of like how they did it. It made it feel like these were more genuinely like natural orcs that had came from the mountains, which I like. I yeah. do like. Like shout out to to one guy who I played this game with. Mount Gutenberg. <laughs> but I do enjoy it does feel like they're, they're they were like a natural part of Middle Earth. So I yeah. do like that. However, again, I can't go too much in depth with that because I'm more of an Urukai kind of guy. Okay. I like the Urukai. The basically you could cut off one, you could cut off an Uruk's arm, and he's still gonna fucking literally squeeze the life out of you with whatever arm he has left. They do seem like he the has a Black Knight from like the Holy Grail. Tis but a scratch. <laughs> 
Good movie. Kata, you could literally, like, in Lord of the Rings, when you stab a sword straight through him and he's still leaning towards you, trying to, like, eat you almost, which we will talk about that when we get into Lord of the Rings. But, back on topic, like I said, The Desolation of Smaug, it was a decent movie. I like the introduction of Smaug. I don't, I, I kind of had mixed feelings with them introducing of literally the bird tapping on the fucking rock walls and then you just see the eye kind of open up of smoke. I thought that that was kind of like a under, I don't want to say underestimated, but that could be work. Very underwhelming way to introduce smoke. Okay. How would you have introduced him? I wouldn't have had it hit him. Done, I wouldn't have done it with him buried under gold, and then you just see an eye. I would have maybe done it, maybe a little bit more dark, where he's feasting on uh, a few dead dwarves, or him, you know, as he's you know wrapped around the throne of of the dwarven king, like he's literally wrapped kind of around it, and as he yawns, he's breathing fire. Okay. Or just even. Or maybe even uh, doing the surprise of like when he steps, the you could just hear and feel the the thunder as he's walking around. You don't see him, but you could hear it. Kind of leave the viewers like, "Hey, what's going on here?" Yeah, I might go with the last one there with just the sounds of him walking and kind of like, "What's going on here?" I don't know how I feel about him just laying under gold and you see an eye. That'd so be like here, here Sauron just get a little spark of fire for the eye of Sauron. No, you know what I mean? Like, I, it feels meh about it. I understand. I understand that. I don't know how I would have done it. How I would have done Smog. I probably... All I can, all, all I can say with, with these movies, I would have gotten more into the lore of things. Yeah, I wouldn't have done it where, hey, let's just walk to a fucking mountain for uh, a movie and a half and do these small little adventures on our way to this damn mountain. I would have done a little bit more lore behind it. Okay. What'd you think of the... People who read the books and stuff. Yeah. What'd you think of the spiders? Well, they introduced the spiders that whole scene. I didn't mind them, but at the same time, it sucks because talking about this and then talking about Lord of the Rings, it sucks because for me, I compare the spiders to Shelob, and essentially mm-hmm. they are all children of Shelob. Mm-hmm. These are different spiders, so I, I guess, I don't know, it depends on which scene you're talking about with the spiders too. Are you talking about when they all get captured, or are you talking about when the spiders are... I believe it's the second one where they are attacking Radagas's house. That's the first one. First one is where the first one is where they're attacking Radagas's house. Second one is where they got where the party got captured. I don't know. It, the one where they got captured seemed nice, but at the same time, it almost kind of felt like it was just unnecessary. Understandable. Understandable. I liked how he was using the ring, and one of the things I did like throughout the movie is you saw that the ring was slowly corrupting him. 
Yeah, I'll give credit to that. I will give credit to the ring was slowly corrupting him. But at the same time, I, I will also throw into the fact that you see that the uh, the Arkenstone was kind of starting to, as they were getting closer to the mountain, the Arkenstone was starting to drive. Orkin uh, Shield. Yes. Thorin Oakenshield. It was. I was going to pronounce his first name. Oh, not just Oakenshield. <laughs> but uh, yeah. I, I felt like as they were getting closer to the mountain, his like lust for that for the Arkenstone was starting to get more and more. Yeah, you kind of did feel that. So I will give credit to that with the ring and all that. They did show a really good thing with that. Like when he was, uh, when the old dwarf and Thorin was talking, and, he, and he's all like, his name is Bilbo, and he's our friend. And he's all like, he's down there for a reason. I want it. And you could feel like he was slowly going mad. Yeah, yeah, he was getting the, the mad dragon's disease, or mad dragon's curse, as they called it. Okay. I don't know what they called it. I just know they got nuts. And I did it's, like Bard. The, they call it like the, the Curse of the Mountain, essentially. Okay. And they call it like almost like the Mad Something. Okay. I don't remember word for word for it. I do like Bard, and I do like how they introduced Bard. And yep. I do like how they introduced Lake Town. Yep. But... I feel like they could have expanded a little bit more lore behind Lake Town as well. They could have. They could have. I liked how uh, Bard was pretty much the guy that people went to, that people trusted. And no one really trusted, quote-unquote, the master. He was essentially the Aragorn of the Hobbit. Yeah, pretty much. One thing I will say I laughed at with Bard. What's that? Was when the bald dwarf's like, you're not going to put me in this barrel and throw a fish on top of me. Yeah. I also liked when they had to climb out of the toilet. Don't tell anybody about <laughs> this. <laughs> yeah. Pa, why are there dwarves coming out of the toilet? Does that mean we're lucky? <laughs> Oh, that was... Oh, that scene was funnier in hell. So what would you rate this movie? Out of... I want to say... Five stars. Well, that's hard to say because you got to compare it to something as well. Or are you talking just standalone? Just standalone. Standalone, I'd probably give it a three or three or four, probably about three, three and a half star. I was gonna compared say three and a half. First one, I was gonna say compared to the first one, I would give it a four star. No, I'd probably keep it as a three, three and a half star. No, in comparison to the series of like Lord of the Rings, I would probably actually drop it to a two, two and a half star. <laughs> you and I are in the same boat on that one. <laughs> If you took it and just analyzed it as a separate single movie, three, three and a half, maybe four stars. Yeah, I'd say three and a half. If you compare it to the first one, my opinion would be three, three and a half. Yeah. 
Just because I felt like it was a little bit more to it than the first one. In the first one, I feel like literally it was just, we're going to walk towards the mountain, we're going to get captured by, by goblins, and we're going to get saved by eagles. Mm-hmm. Kind of like, eh, that sounds like a typical Tuesday for me. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but it, I don't know, it just, it, it felt very lackluster. Maybe that's the word I'm looking for. Yeah. Like, it was lacking. It could have had more to it. I felt like there this was... This one, Desolation of Smog, like I said, it, it felt there was more to it. I mean, you got introduced to Bard, you got introduced to the Lake Town, you got introduced to Mirkwood, you got introduced to uh, Thandril, you know, Legolas's dad. Yep. So you get a little bit of lore out of that. And Bjorn. Spiders, meh. You get a little bit more lore between... Thor and Oakenshield, the Arkenstone, the Lonely Mountain. So, yeah. I don't know, if I had to look at it, like, first movie, three, second movie, probably three and a half, almost four. Okay. Understandable. I'd say first movie, three, a solid three, second one... Actually, you know what? No, first one was a three and a half... Second was a solid three. I also liked Bjorn. What? But I also liked Bjorn. Yeah. Yeah, he was funny. Um, but yeah, I'd say yeah, the overall series altogether solid three and a half to four. Then by themselves. We'll have to wait to the third one to get our react to get our opinions on that one, because we have it, it's not there yet. Like I said, once we get to the Battle of Five Armies, oh, I'm gonna have a nosebleed. Right, can't wait to watch it, and then we get to do Lord of the Rings there series. There's going to be one scene in in the next in in, in Battle of Five Armies. There is literally going to be one scene. That is going to be my all-time favorite. Well, people will have to wait to uh, watch that one for the next one. For our next episode on that one. Make sure you guys stay tuned. Like and subscribe. We're ending this pretty early, aren't we? Nope, I just wanted to do a selfless promotion. Oh. Well, Jesus, you suck. Yep. But... What is something you would put? What what's what's a highlighted moment in the series? In, in not the series, but the second one that sticks with you. If I remember correctly, they do a little bit of talking about Smaug. Okay. And I feel like that's a big highlight right there. Okay. I think... And like I said, I feel like that once they started talking about Smaug, I feel like they could have gone more in-depth with, with more of the lore behind him. Yeah. They did do a good lore drop with Bjorn. The chain... Uh, the... What do they call him? Like a changeling or something like that? Skin changer or yeah. something like that? Yes. They did do a lore, good... I think that... The lore drop with that one is my highlighted point. 
Yeah, they do go. Sorry, I'm eating dinner while we're doing this, but yeah. The lore behind him, I was impressed with. Oh, yeah. He was the last he was the last of his kind. He hated dwarves. Made me curious why he hated dwarves. I really wanted to know why he hated dwarves. Although I did if like to remember the correctly, they do go a little bit Gandalf goes a little bit of talk with why he hates them. I have to look it up. Cause I'm drunk. Something black. about how about their greed. Oh, that makes sense. That does make sense. It's something about their greed, and then you kind of get a sense of it when they go into his home, and when they wake up, and he's there, and he talks about how much he hates them. You kind of get a sense of, like, what's going on behind the scenes and why he doesn't like them. But I think Gandalf says it's mostly because of their greed. Or no, I believe it's he who says it, that he doesn't like them because of how greedy they are. Yep, that makes sense. He's also a tall motherfucker. Well, yeah, he's essentially a werebear. Yeah. Yeah. He a big, he, he a big dude. I did like the fact... I don't remember correctly, but I think that part of it, too, was, was... I think he may have mentioned something about dwarves had had enslaved his race. Nope, that was orcs. That's right. It was the orcs that had enslaved them, and he hates orcs more than he hates dwarves. I was about to mention that. I love that scene. I hate, I may hate dwarves. But I hate orcs more. And you can actually see the level of fear that they had, because they're like, the beast walks among us at night. We shall, or wait, walks among us during the day. Or no, they shall wait till daytime, because he, he patrols at night. Yep. And they're like, the beast protects them. We will have to wait until nightfall to attack, or daytime to attack. Oh, yeah. You could tell, you, you could tell they was a little bit afraid. Just a little bit. Oh, yeah. There's a point I want to bring up from the very first movie that I, I actually did like and I completely forgot about it until we were just talking about it now. I like when they get captured by the goblins. Oh, yeah. Gandalf pulls out his sword. He's like, it's the goblin cleaver. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he's literally freaking out because they have two, two or three swords one is the goblin, uh, the goblin cleaver. I think it's the goblin slayer. Yes, the goblin slayer is the blade that Th uh, Thorin had. That really long elvish blade. Yep. Uh, then they saw Gandalf's longsword, which is Galamdriel, and they were like, "What is the goblin slayer?" And the other one's Galamdriel. Run away. Yep. Uh, that big goblin with uh, like thirty-seven chins. He was Goblin King. Yeah, that was one of my favorites. Oh, he was funnier in hell. But yeah, I think more Lord Drop would have been decent enough. Would have been decent. Maybe a little less walking, in my opinion, at least. Just got really boring with the walking parts. Oh, that was so yeah, boring. Yeah, they could have slim. They could have shortened that up a little bit of, of them walking so much, and they could have gotten a little bit more in depth with the with the lore, which would have been nice. Like a little bit more lore between or behind Lake Town would have been nice. A little bit more lore of Bard would oh, yeah. have been nice, or even Mirkwood would have been nice. 
Yeah, I think there may be a little bit more uh, lore with Bard, because they did say that he is a descendant of the guy who helped the dwarves. He's a descendant, not of the Athelian, not they were, not the Dunedain, not the Numenorian, not the Athelian. He's a descendant of essentially dragon slayers. Yeah, he was. Yeah, the dude that was in charge was a of Lake Town. Yeah, he was the dude he that. Wasn't the, he wasn't the guy in charge of Lake Town. Wasn't he? I thought he was. No, he wasn't in charge of it. He was his descendants, or he he was a descendant from a race of people that essentially knew how to use the black arrows. Okay. The only things that's why I said that he's essentially a descendant from dragon slayers. Okay. Because they were the like the keepers of these these arrows that literally could pierce a dragon. Okay. He had no sin, no no real royal bloodline tied to him, not like Aragorn did. Okay. I think you're mistaking what he was with what Aragorn was, because Aragorn has ties as a descendant from the Dunedain. He was raised with the Dunedain. He's part of the Dunedain uh, lineage, but he's also part of the Numenorian lineage too. Yeah, I could have sworn he was. I could have sworn Bard was his uh, ancestor was leader of that town of Lake Town. I do not believe so because I think they had a separate king for that. I just know he was like a little governor because it was a small ass town. <laughs> That's all I know. But yeah, it's about time to wrap it up. Yes, yes it is. Like, subscribe, join our Discord if you guys want to. Can you hurry the fuck up and end this shit already? Uh, no.